It's Thursday, April 17, 2014. On Wednesday, April 17th, the ground shook in West Texas. One year since the deadly Texas fertilizer explosion. Has anything changed? Test results confirm elevated lead levels in the soil of two schools and 39 homes near the Exide Battery Recycling Plant. Environmental justice. Toxic pollution highest in minority neighborhoods. So we're headed into a cooling period, a long-term cooling period. Uh, no, Fox News. But March 2014 was the fourth warmest ever recorded. Plus... Bombshell study ties record California drought directly to human-caused global warming. All of those bombshells and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Do you think scientists are right on on climate change or are they off base on it? I think there's an agenda-driven science because I can read stuff that says the, the, the information was skewed. It's not... It's not right. Yeah, and I can read stuff that says Congressman Ted Yoho, Republican from Florida, is a clueless moron. Doesn't make it true, does it? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, as we go to air today, some good news and some bad news. First, the good news, NASA confirms the discovery of, quote, the most habitable planet yet. It's about the size of Earth. It's believed it might have liquid water. It's right in the sweet spot for life, about as far from its star as necessary. So maybe we'll have an escape route once we destroy this planet. Okay, so what's the bad news? The bad news is that the newly discovered planet is... 500 light years away from us. Oh, is that all? Yeah, we may not be able to use it as an escape route right away. Yeah, we would have to invent faster than light speed travel first. Get right on that. Working on it. Until then, what do you have for us today? Well, it was one year ago this week when a fertilizer chemical storage facility exploded in the tiny Texas town of West. It should collapse. Are you okay? Okay? I can't hear. Come here. I can't hear. Get out of here. Please get out of here. Oh, my God. That explosion killed 15 people, injured nearly 200, and destroyed dozens of buildings, including two public schools and a retirement home located right next door. The disaster exposed stunning holes in oversight of dangerous chemicals at the local, state, and federal level that could have prevented this disaster. But one year later, the national hand-wringing has resulted in zip. Zero. Nada. No action from Congress, which has tied the hands of federal regulators. And in the state of Texas, they're still pondering what safety measures they might want to think about passing to maybe protect people from hundreds of hazardous chemical facilities in the state. And have we ever learned in this year since the explosion what started the fire that led to the explosion at this plant? No, but a final report is due in May. Meanwhile, a new report coinciding with the anniversary of the West explosion finds that there are 10,000 schools across the country that are located within a mile of similar hazardous chemical facilities, including facilities that don't explode, like the Exide Battery Recycling Facility in the middle of a poor neighborhood in Los Angeles, where, after literally years of complaints that its toxic fumes were making elementary school kids sick, state regulators have finally halted the company's operations over illegal air pollution levels. 
And now a new study confirms that toxic air pollution exposure is greater in poor and minority neighborhoods around the nation. The study from the University of Minnesota confirms that race is a determining factor in who is most affected by air pollution. Specifically, they found that the air in predominantly non-white areas is substantially more polluted than air in white neighborhoods. Well, knock me over with a feather. Yeah. A bombshell new study traces the intensity of this winter's record cold in the east and the record heat and drought in California directly back to human-caused global warming. The new data shows exactly how. Greenhouse gas emissions are warming the Arctic, which in turn is altering the jet stream, causing the bizarre blocking pattern that is driving the intensity of California's drought and the extreme cold in the east. So while we hear that we can't tie one direct weather pattern to global warming, in this case, they have found this weather trend in the West for heat and drought, and this very cool winter that we had in parts of the U.S., is now tied directly and scientifically to global warming. That's right, making it much more intense than it would have been naturally. Then why is Fox News telling me that the globe is actually cooling? Because Fox News is always wrong. In fact, it's official. March 2014 has now entered the record books as the fourth warmest March on record for the whole planet. And that is in spite of Fox News saying it was extra super duper cold outside their studios. Impossible. You're calling Eric Bowling a liar and I won't have it. For much more on those stories and the ones we could not get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help support the Green News Report as we head into next week's Earth Day and our 500th episode of the Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>